0: Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome DT Smith
1: and Steve Mix. You are now entering the
0: Megacast.
2: Ted! Just get it out, Mix. Ah!
0: Don't ever buy a house! Don't ever sell a house! And don't ever sell your house to new home buyers! Because
2: if you do, you're going to be fudged <laughs> up.
1: <laughs> oh, man. That felt good, actually. Yeah. The quick update is I just bounced in here to go, hey, Steve, how was the move? Hasn't <laughs> happened yet,
2: Ted. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that it's I got <laughs> supposed to happen uh, last Friday. Uh, then it was going to happen on Monday. Then it was going to happen on Wednesday. And it still hasn't happened, thanks to new home buyers and the underwriting issues that they go through. Rumor has it, an hour and a half ago, things were supposed to be good to go. I have yet to hear anything, and if it does, I'm moving
1: Friday. So Steve's smiling. I go. It well, looks like you're handling a lot better. He's like, no, I had a meltdown yesterday. Had a massive meltdown yesterday. <laughs> One point, I was yelling
2: at my wife, and I've apologized. It was like the, I was rather quick to the apology because I realized rather quick I was just out of my mind. Uh, at one point, I'm yelling at her. I feel like everybody's out. And everyone's against me, everyone's against and she's like, me. "I'm not against you." I'm like, "Well, it feels like you are. I'm not. No one's out. No one's against you. And it feels that way." And one, last, of course, everything you know in comedy, everything's in threes. Right. So one last, it feels that way. And then I stormed downstairs, sat there, ate a chocolate covered coffee bean.
1: <laughs> oh, man, that's even worse. Just one chocolate yes. Is that all you <laughs> well, had?
2: It was National Coffee Day, and she went and got his coffee, and the sweet wife that she is that is against me, and it was sitting there on the counter, and I just ate it aggressively. <laughs> she came down. I was like, I'm really sorry. She's like, I get it. I was like, yeah, but just the visual of me going, everyone's out to get me as she's holding our baby, our nine month old Tatum, while she's sucking her thumb, staring at her father, who's got steam coming out of his ears, not understanding what the hell's going on. Earlier, because I was just me- like I said, I was just a mental case yesterday, Ted. Sure. At one point, I, I'm just standing at the kitchen counter refreshing my phone because I just want a freaking update. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because I got to call movers. Like everything is like last minute. Like oh, it's, everything's good, and then all of a sudden, oh, there's a little bit of a problem. We didn't we didn't think that was going to be a problem. Like it's freaking the day of, we're supposed to close. I have movers coming tomorrow. Is it going to close or is it not? We don't know. We're not hearing back from anyone. So I'm refreshing, refreshing, and Sue comes down, and she just starts laughing, and, I, and she's like laughing at me, because she could just feel this tension, you know? Yeah.
1: And I go, now is not a time to laugh at me. Oh.
2: Oh.
1: I mean, did you have out the book of, like, classic dad lines to say? It sounds like you were running through them. And at that very
2: moment, Tatum starts laughing. <laughs> she's eh. she says a little baby, like, eh, eh, eh. like, I can't even do it, but she starts giggling and laughing, and I I just like i lost, I lost it at that point. I just started laughing. Yeah. And I look at Sid, I'm like, it's okay for her to laugh at me, but not you. Not and you. Sid just starts laughing too. And she's just like, you're just a wreck, aren't you? I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know how to handle this right now. It's just been I just I hate breaking uh agreements. Like that's one of my biggest pet peeves. Like I don't want to be the person. So I had to call the movers and be like, I'm really sorry, sorry about all this. And the lady's like Oh, no, no. Thank you. Sometimes people don't tell us until the morning of. And I'm like, what? She's like, no, we really appreciate you getting to us at like one in the afternoon. That gives us plenty of time to tell the workers that they have the day off or they, you know, or we're going to reach out to other people that might be on a wait list. I thought they were going to yell at me. Like, I felt <laughs> terrible. And she's like, well, what day can work? And I tell her the days that do work. And she's like, oh, yeah, we could do that day. How about we do that day? Instead of tomorrow, because tomorrow you might not be, you know. Let, let's. She what? knows that email's not coming. Oh right, she's absolutely right. Still haven't gotten it, and I'd be stressing today. Then at least I got tomorrow. I'll be a wreck again if if we don't get this solved by tomorrow. You know what I mean? Right, because you got them scheduled for Friday. Got them scheduled for Friday. Hopefully. <laughs> But you know, then on top of that, I got to cancel. Then like you know, Lowe's is dropping off a refrigerator and a washer and dryer. It's like you got a
1: washer. You got a new one? Oh yeah, dude. Well, it's tough out there right now to get a washer and dryer, a fridge. Oh, is it? Yeah, my friends just moved, and they were like, they were like, we could barely order one. Oh, we got on. We went. We
2: took advantage of the Labor Day sale, Labor Day weekend. All right. We put the order in, and all that. So like, we already got all that stuff, and then you know, I I changed all the utilities. So I got to now call them again. Like, I got to push that back. You know, like, I'm like, hey, this is the cutoff. So it's 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 not end of the day. It could be worse. You know what I mean? But it's just a lot I, of moving parts. I could, be, I could have been on national television refusing to denounce white supremacy. I mean, it could be a lot worse.
1: <laughs> but there's a lot of moving parts. <laughs> a lot of, and you're the only linchpin. Right. So when, when somebody bumps you, now you, everything falls apart. Right. Now your mind is just racing. And I got to make all these calls. I got to make sure this is taken
2: care of. That's taken care of. You know, it's like. All right, I go, what else did I I forget? Like, did I take, call the cable people, call this It's just, you know, and I keep pushing, and oh, man, it's just stressful. I'm just ready for it to be over, and it's been going on for a week. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, every couple of days, I'm doing these phone calls. Ladies and gentlemen. What the hell? Oh, You
1: better watch it. (laughs) I forget her name now. Uh, That's Grace. Grace. Come on, Grace. forgot her name Grace, we don't have time for this. She's dead, and you forgot Grace the Australian robot? Didn't we have a different one Now before? we have Alice. The Alice, that's the right. Grace is... <laughs> Sorry. I got a lot of robot ladies in my life, Steve. All right? Everybody knows that. Oh, I got man. Betty the flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> How's Betty been? <laughs> Dirty. <laughs> like always. How you like it. Alright, well long story short, sure, I hand wash my dishes and my dishwasher is only for one thing. <laughs> Mental note, never use Ted's dishwasher. Oh right. <laughs> uh, disclaimer, Ted is making a joke. He does not have a current flashlight and it's not been in his dishwasher machine.
2: Anytime <laughs> anyone you know, everyone's the talk of the town these days is that Ted has a landline. Oh my god. You know what? I was just pumped to be wearing that jersey. I did. Was, that, um, was that Burleson? Oh, no, wait. Um, uh, D-Jack. Was that Daryl Jackson? No. 81. Because, okay, if anyone didn't see it, it was on social media. Ted was, I was so stoked because all I wear are vintage Seahawks shirts, long sleeve, short sleeve. I have a vintage Seahawks jersey. I just love the old school Seahawks logo, color scheme. I love the new one, but I just and love it. And that thing's an original
1: one. one. It's and a you were, Puma
2: jersey. You were rocking a Puma, not even it was like it wasn't like a fake vintage. Like it was an actual vintage Seahawks jersey number eighty one. Can you pull the name? Man, I'm having a tough time with this. Corin Robinson. Boom! Yes! At a boy. How about that? That's a that's a that's a deep cut. He he was, like, supposed to be a a guy, and he never really amounted to being a huge star because he had, like, I think, drug
1: issues. Right. (laughs) Allegedly. Honestly. (laughs) Don't sue me. Like, I just, like, on Twitter, people were like, that's a dope jersey. I'm, like, 19 years old. Now, obviously, I didn't live here nine years ago. It's my buddy's jersey, but I was just, like, we were getting something out of his trunk, and I go, can I rock that jersey? And he goes, yeah, man. So I just... I pop off my sweatshirt, throw it on, and then I was like, this looks great.
2: Take a picture. Oh, man. I'm so happy that popped in my head, dude. I was trying to, it was racking my brain. Like, I'm like, who was 81? Who the hell was 81 back in like around 20 years ago? And I was like, oh, man. Like, and, and you want I actually have a Corinne Robinson story. Give it to me. This is a great story. This is actually part of what soured the Seahawks on my old show was a story about Corinne Robinson. We interviewed Corinne Robinson. All right. Back when he was on the team. And at the time, I had a hot take <laughs> that the seagulls the sea were very unattractive. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little less, um, I, I was an idiot. You know, I'm in my early 20s. 20 years ago, and, and that's what radio was, too. It was. And look, I look back on many things, and I cringe on how I was. I would never go down that road. Even if I thought somebody was unattractive to me, that's just rude. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I wouldn't take those kind of shots. I just, you know, 40 something year old Steve is a lot different than 20 something year old Steve. And I, I feel, I look back and I feel bad, like, to think like that, you know? Well, this was like an ongoing thing on our show of me just saying how unattractive the Seagals were. And I was very disappointed in the Seagals. Like, why can't they be hot? I was just like, just a douche about that, right? All right. So we're interviewing Corinne Robinson. And I said, hey, man, can I ask you something? <laughs> And I share with him how I felt, and I asked him what he thought.
1: And he agreed with me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I'm guessing the Seahawks did not enjoy that. They were pissed. I mean, it's kind of gangster. He agreed with you. Though. He And I might be paraphrasing,
2: but it was a like chuckle, and he's like, yeah, man. <laughs> and then it was like, you know, he didn't want to dig a hole, but like he kind of, his his chuckle was like the nod of approval, and he and he kind of said, I, "I'm pretty sure he said yes." I wish I had the audio, man. But after that, it's probably like that. They were. You're probably right. It might be real to real. It's twenty years <laughs> after that. They never. They didn't give us a Seahawk player for a long time. Like it was no a struggle. Kid. They were furious with us. And looking back on it, I get it. What a stupid thing to do. But you know, we were all about like shock and awe. Yeah, you know, we were the edgy alt rock station doing like stupid bits. And that was, like, our thing. Corn Robinson's from the Wolf Pack. He don't care. Right. He just didn't give an F. He, and he was, like, a super— I, After that moment, he was, like, one of my favorite Seahawks. And I was always so bummed when things didn't work out for him, and then they brought him back. And I remember being like, he's a second chance, man. This is it. This is it. This is my guy. Him and I agree about the Seagulls. And nothing really ever happened. So that's so funny. I was a Corn Robinson jersey.
1: Is all your stuff, like,
2: throwback? Uh, no, I Seahawk stuff. I have a, uh, I have some like car- I have a Russell Wilson jersey. I have a couple of T shirts that are like the current
1: logo. All right, because yeah. I I just bought a new one that has like the face of the Seahawk and he's like looking all pissed. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And I was like, all right. Last week was a real throwback. This week I'm gonna come out stunting in green, just like now the Seahawks passed. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you're not repping Seahawk gear. Yeah, it's official. It, uh, yeah. Right. Like, I mean,
2: you know, it's been a slow build. It has been. Yeah.
1: I mean, but I'm telling you, man, you just
2: sat mad about them being
1: called the Washington football team. Yeah. I'm just done. Well, it really in the last the last few Zoom calls over the last few months, like I had a couple. My one buddy, Alex, is like the diehard Washington fan. And then it's just like, listen, like like, like I, I'm, I'm a Seahawks fan. There's yeah. no getting around it. I go to the games. I Watch went to them. London to see him. Yeah. Right? Like I, I'm in. Yeah. You probably
2: heart was racing last Sunday as well. Oh my god, those games are so much fun, all right, dude! It's like, I mean, it's it's almost like the Super Bowl season all over again. Except, what was great about them then is now what's awful about them now, and what's was not that great about them then is now amazing about them. You know what I mean? Like they were never a crappy offensive team, but they weren't really known for like putting up. No, it was defense. Thirty plus points. It was like get us seventeen points, and we'll probably win the game in the last couple of minutes. Thanks to Russell Wilson.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I can't explain how much fun it's been. And may, maybe part of it's because we've all been kind of locked up for months and whatever, but watching those Seahawks game has been so, – and, look, the defense sucks, but the the games are so exciting. It doesn't matter. Like it, it was the year they
2: went to the Super Bowl. Let's not forget, every game pretty much was a nail-biter till the end. It wasn't like as if they like just – like they won. The only game they pretty much like won decisively was the, the Super
1: Bowl when I mean, just crushed the Denver Broncos. Right. I mean, that Sorry, came down. To, right. they came down to the last play and Sherman with the tip. Yes. Yeah. That's oh. really like so. That's really where it changed for me, right? Because I was always a Washington fan, even when I first mm-hmm. moved here and like went to the games and Washington stuff. But that Super Bowl year, like as it's ramping up, like I'm dating a girl and she doesn't have she didn't have freaking cable or like anything. So by like week, but there's this old guy that lives next door. And every time we come by, he just assumes of a seat and he's like one again today. So now like I go out and buy the, the, what do you, the whatever antenna that you can get like three channels, the the
2: digital antenna. Right. Yeah. I might have to do that
1: because I don't have cable.
2: Probably when I move into my new house until Sunday, Um, the cable guy's coming at one game starts at 10.
1: (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) We can work this out. Trust me. Everybody's out to get me. Everyone's against me. Thank you, Ted. That's all I wanted to hear is that someone agrees with me. So that year, she didn't like football, right? But she liked to go eat Chinese food at Roxy Bowl. Okay. (laughs) So it got to the point where like, I didn't stop me if you heard the story. I know. Oh, it got to the point where every Sunday I would just say something like, do you want to go get Chinese food at Roxy Pole? Because we'd sit in the bar, and then we'd just sit there for three hours. Now, for her, I look like a great boyfriend. Right. Some Sundays, it'd be like, here's $100, honey. Do you want to go to Sephora at South Center? You want to go to Sephora with me? No, you have fun. I'll be over at Red Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Yum. <laughs> right? Watching so the we, Hawks. <laughs> right, the whole year. <laughs> it just get building and builded. And then going to the parade. Yeah. And, I mean, I almost cried. It just meant so much uh. to people. And then, you know. Hell, we used to go to games in the suites and everything with 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 a different ex. But you know, like you know, you meet people, you date girls, you meet their family and everybody, and the Seahawks fans. You know, we're always very welcoming and this and that. So then, right. So then once I went to London and like over the last couple of years, it's just been building and building. Yeah. So that's what's like, it's on. And I'm we, a Hawks fan. We've
2: got to know players over the time. I mean, it's yeah. everything
1: about, dude. I, I, Luke I, helped. I mean, yep.
2: we're, we're buddies with a guy. Yeah. Luke is just like a friend on top of everything. Walter so Jones like, is awesome. Walter Jones is an awesome dude. You're absolutely right. Over the, over the course of time, man, even like the moment like the other day when, uh, Uh, Jermaine Kirst just announced his retirement. I don't know if you watched the video that the Seahawks put out that thank him. I got goosebumps just to even talk about it. I just sat there and I I got like, not like emotional, like teary-eyed, but like I was just like, oh my gosh, it just brings me back to that season because he was so clutch that season. Yeah. I mean, even the season that they went to the Super Bowl and lost to the Patriots. That catch that he made, it still bums me out that they didn't win the Super Bowl because I think if they would have won the Super Bowl, everybody would remember that being one of the greatest catches of Super
1: Bowl history. It would have taken over Tyree's catch against the helmet against the Pats.
2: At least worth the debate. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was just a... And they show it in that video. And it's funny because they show it and they quickly move on to other stuff. Like It's like, let's not forget, that was pretty awesome. Granted, things didn't end well, but that was pretty awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. I remember losing my mind because we were at the stadium, uh, University of Phoenix Stadium, and we got to sit in the Seahawks section, like the, right. where the players and family and friends sat. And it was just like you know, there was right in front of like a couple rows in front, all the curse jerseys, and just seeing that moment, like getting to be there around, like you know, almost like you're part of the family. You know, granted we weren't, but, you know, I spent a pretty penny to get to sit in that seat. So I felt like family. I bought myself in. And, man, we were all losing our minds. Like It was like we thought the Super Bowl was won.
1: Right. And by that second Super Bowl, like I remember uh, Thrill used to have like a Super Bowl party. Yep. I started there and then went over to Jeet's house for the for the game. But then it was like the third quarter and I was like, oh, Seahawks got it. Yep. I'm getting back to Belltown. And I mean, sitting in downtown in Belltown, I mean, he makes that catch. And it was the loudest roar I've ever heard in that neighborhood. Oh. And then the quietest silence ever. Yeah. Imagine being at the stadium because it was
2: like this, oh. it was this weird because we were at the other end zone. So we didn't get the, I wish we would have been at that end zone to see that catch. But I'm also glad we weren't at that end zone to see the end of it all. Yeah. But it was almost like dominoes. Cause you know, we couldn't really, you could kind of see, but you couldn't. So once they handed the ball, once they, you know, that didn't hand the ball, but once, you know, the, the ball was snapped, I'm just like, we're all like, this is it, this is the game. And then all of a sudden there's this wave of confusion and cheers by the other team's, Fans and you're like, <laughs> what just happened? And then you see it up there on the big screen. You're like, oh my gosh! <laughs> like, do I stay? I'm like, I looked at my my wife and I'm like, well, let's just go. Like, yeah. we didn't even want to see this. And we originally agreed that we would stay for the ceremony because you know, I mean, when are you ever going to get to do that? And if yeah. they got beat with like several many minutes on the clock where you could kind of digest it,
1: yeah. I would have stayed, but I, I couldn't. Right, and so besides, like, you can call me a bandwagon fan. That's fine. I, I did jump on a bandwagon, but also you got to keep in mind the team I liked. I moved across the country. They have probably the worst owner in the NFL. So there was a lot of years like you could have Steve. He would go to the games. Like I just didn't watch the NFL that much. Yeah, I'd watch Red Zone or whatever. But I was all, and I'm still all about college. No, but I was yeah. gonna say like you were based, like you just said like I could give two craps about the NFL.
2: I care about college football. <laughs> right, and that's how it's oh, and, uh, until recently with the Seahawks where it's like yeah.
1: it, it's brought you back in. You, I know. Like the mafia. Every time I think I'm out, they pull me back in.
2: Well, we get some push-ups in before we take a break and get our TED Talk in, because, you know, we still got to do TED's wide world of sports. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got an intro and everything for it. No kidding. Oh, yes. I made it. So you know it's going to be good. (laughs) All right. Oh, wait. We get the heart racing, the blood pumping, and the brain functioning. Got a weird one for you, Ted. Here we go. Always love the EDM with the buildup. So here's the thing, though. I heard this. I'm like, oh, this buildup's good. You know it's going to be a banger. Let's play it. Yeah. Get ready to get 10, Mega Family. Oh, wow. Right? It's like original Daft Punk when they weren't wearing the helmets. It's like back when they were making video game theme songs. Yeah. All right, let's get 10.
1: My chest hurts so bad.
2: Uh is it chest day today? <laughs> TED Talks. Starring.
0: B. tech Smith.
1: <laughs> I don't... You can guess where this is coming from, but the weather's going to change. The fall's going to be weird.
0: The holidays
1: are going to be weird. But we've made it through the spring. we made it through the summer. Just stay strong. As weird as they're going to get, if we can make it there together. That's all I'm going to say. And stay away from Philadelphia.
2: Bad things
1: happen in Philadelphia. Honestly, when I was a Washington fan, that was the one rule. Never go to see an Eagles game in another team's jersey. <laughs> I swear to God.
2: I would never even think of doing that. Yeah. They'd be going to like a Philadelphia Flyers game. Yeah, yeah. like When I was a kid, going to a New York Rangers game, wearing a Devils jersey. Terrible idea. I was a child, and a man threw a piece of produce at my head. Yeah. He had an orange. It was weird that he had an orange with him, but he had an orange at the game, and he threw it at me.
1: I I don't... That is so weird you brought that up. We've been on this conversation on the men's room for the last couple days. I don't know where it came up from, but, like, would you rather get hit in the neck with, like, what citrus fruit... (laughs) Well, I recommend not getting hit with an orange. It does not feel good, Ted. That's that right. That's what I said. Then there was talk about it's fleshier, it's fine. Lemons or limes are hard. And I was like, "Listen, I hit you with a Ooh. grapefruit or an orange or a navel orange, you're going down."
2: Yeah. I'd rather get hit with uh, a a lemon or a lime. Right. I, I
1: was like, "Just hit me with a piece of pizza."
2: Right. Maybe like getting hit with like one of those small uh wall ball or like you know, like those little hard like Spalding balls. You know, like back when you were a kid. Oh, oh, my bad. Yeah. I don't like what, handball? Handball, yes. <laughs> you said wall ball. We like, oh, played wall ball, yeah. Handball. Yeah, so like those are hard, and they hurt. Yeah. But I'd rather get hit with that than a softball. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. All right. Uh, where are we at? Let's see. We, I got a couple minutes. Um, do we want to do Wide World of Sports now, or wait
1: till after the break? What do you think? You know what? Let's go into the break with a sports update. Okay. All right. So let me get this
2: thing going. Here we go. Here we go. Wait, where is it? Where is it? There it is. And.
0: Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport, the thrill of victory, and the agony of defeat. The human drama of athletic competition. This is the Ted Smith's Wide World of Sports. Brought to you by Smith Family Popcorn. Good people. Great popcorn.
1: God, that's good. I, I mean, I can see that intro and the ski jumper crashing. Yes! Oh, yeah. It's a Saturday afternoon or Sunday. I'm sitting on the couch as a little kid. For you millennials
2: and Gen Zers, if you listen to this podcast, go to YouTube and just type in ABC's Worldwide wide wide World, world sports. sports, like the 70s or even 80s intro for it. And it's just there's that one scene with the skier. Right. You'll know exactly what we're talking about when it pops up on your
1: screen. It's, it's epic. It's gnarly. <laughs> So I can sit here and tell you about the Seahawks, but it's a Seattle town. Everybody knows that. Let's talk about the agony of sports once again. Okay. Is that the premier driver in F1 can't follow the rules. Lewis Hamilton got another penalty. What did he get a penalty for? What do you mean another? Is he like so a three weeks of F1? So three weeks ago, he got a penalty. He's convinced, he's convinced everybody in F1's against him. But the thing is, <laughs> he must be having a hard time selling his house, right? He keeps passing, like, he passed the red light one day and went into the pits when he shouldn't. And then he was doing, like, fake starts where you're not allowed to. I what, mean, like, just like trying to like, goad someone else to start. Just like
2: burning out the tires, like, he's going to take off. Like, oh, he's like, a douchebag from Benson Hurts growing up. Hey.
1: <laughs> So that's, a, that's against the law of rules. Against the <laughs> Right. So he got penalized. I will also say this, and I'm going to brag Is about he like being, the bad boy of F1. He's just the best. He's the best driver on the best team. So he's, like a, he's a jerk. Now nah, He's actually not a bad dude. It oh. just he wins so often. Everybody like he, I, I like the dude, but he wins so often. Everybody's like, can we have somebody else win? So luckily he keeps messing up. Now I will say this. First quarter of that game. I'm wearing that jersey. It's not my jersey. It's my buddy's. So mm-hmm. I take it off. I have to poop. That's very respectful of you. Right? Well, I take off all clothes if I'm pooping in my house. <laughs> so I'm in there, right? I'm, I'm like, come on, let's go. And I just hear a loud fudge <laughs> from my living room. And then my phone starts blowing up. People are like, what the F? Like, blah, blah, blah. So I come out. I go, Sean, what happened? And he goes, Metcalf. It's a bomb. It's a touchdown. He lets up. The ball gets oh. knocked away. Now, have I had a couple morning barley pops? Sure. But I just look at him dead ass in the eye, and I go, hey, l- listen, this game's going to be a close game. It's going to come down to DK Metcalf. He's going to make a play. Seahawks are going to win. Thought the same thing. Right? It was yeah. unbelievable. And then literally we're watching it, and they're driving, they're driving. And then at that last play, I was like, oh, there it is. It's going up. And touchdown. Well, then I was like, as soon as it happened, and I ain't going to lie, I'm still kind of mad about that. Like, that. That really
2: angered me you see what him do that like because I'm a fan of DK Metcalf and I I love his intensity but I was just like man I have no problem with players showboating doing it's football it should be fun I'm not that person that's like oh you know act like you've been there before no act like you're having fun playing this game because you should be very fortunate to know that you have this opportunity Like, have some fun out there but man, I was so mad when I got punched out of his hands. I'm like, you couldn't have waited a couple more steps. Did you not know
1: someone was breathing down your neck? Like that just blew my mind. Right. And generally, when you screw up a simple thing like that, I'm the same way. I get fired up. But I don't, for whatever reason, with DK Metcalf and the way Russell runs that team, I just was like, look, we we don't have to chew him out. Yeah, nobody feels worse right now. The DK. Oh yeah, I promise you, he's going to make up for this. But there was like another opportunity. Like soon
2: after that, like Russ threw a ball at me, missed it. He then I was starting. I was like, oh my gosh! Like here it is. Like the angel wearing a Seahawks jersey, Russell Wilson is trying to make this better for you. He's trying to make it right. And I, I but I, I thought that too. I was like, if this comes down to the end of the game. I know exactly who he's passing to. I mean, it goes back to the Jermaine Curse, Doug Baldwin story. Remember when, like, I think it was the Green Bay Packers game? I think it was Curse or Baldwin. I believe it was Curse. And he kept, like, dropping balls or things weren't working out. Right. And Russ said, We need you in this game because at the end of the game, I'm, I'm targeting you. And yeah. it was exactly that again. And when he caught it, oh, he got goosebumps. <laughs> goosebumps man. Right? It was God, so I love our much quarterback. <laughs> I love Russell Wilson, man, and it's like if if ever I just love that. Like right now, everybody's talking about how he's been shafted with MVP votes. Like that's now like the narrative of the NFL. It is. I will say this though,
1: Pat Mahomes is sick.
2: Yes, and watching that all, Patrick, his mom does not like it when he's called Pat.
1: She tweeted at the uh, football broadcast. I also like, I want to say his mom, but I feel bad. Like, she, she's attractive, and I bet only a little bit older than us. Oh, gosh, <laughs> She might be the same age.
2: <laughs> Are we lusting after Patrick Mahomes' mom? 100%. You could slide into her DMs. His dad was a professional athlete. Is he still with us? Yeah, right? I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty saying, sure. I'm not saying we take a hit out on him or anything like that, but like, if she's a single mom, you know? I mean, Pat could call worse people his dad.
1: I'm just looking out for you, Ted. I was saying, watching that offense work on Monday night, I was like, I feel like I know a lot about football. Some of those schemes, I I, I don't know what's happening. There's so many people moving around the field, I'm
2: just like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, uh, dude, I I know football based on my Madden performances. If I was a quarterback, I'd be throwing Hail Marys every single time. (laughs) There's no other play. It's just either Hail Marys or something that looks like a really long pass.
1: That's all I ever did in NFM Madden. I was like, I don't ever run the ball. My, my favorite thing is the sluggo
2: route. Oh, yes. I know which one you're talking about. Right? That and the blitz. Uh, when I'm doing defense,
1: blitz every time. Who gives a crap, man? We're an aggressive defense. I've been talking about the sluggo route so much that I've been breaking down film of like how it goes. Like I know it's a slant and go, yep. but it's literally three steps up the field, three mm-hmm. steps into the slant, head down and go. Yep. Sluggo. Right? It's just fun to say. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we got to talk Stanley Cup.
2: We do. You got to gotta help out the sports guy. I have some questions. I got to help out the sports guy. And I also want to go into the time machine, go back five years to still one of the greatest moments that's ever happened with two of my close friends and I. And to this day, I still think it's one of the greatest things I've ever
1: witnessed in my entire life. On the greatest beer t- beer league team ever.
2: Exactly. When the Megacast returns. Oh, oh. there we go. Come on, scoot it up. You're against
0: me! These two guys went to Delaware State and graduated in the lowest of their class. The Megacast will return. Uh, that's rude. Kraft introduces Pumpkin Spice Mac and Cheese. The original taste you love with added pumpkin spice. Try Kraft Shrimp Scampi with Pumpkin Spice linguine, or Kraft Vegetarian Pumpkin Spice Lasagna. Instead of meat, a layer of spiced pumpkin. All coming soon with the new pumpkin spice mac and cheese. By the third forkful, you'll. you'll feel like you've had enough pumpkin spice. <clears throat> From craft. And Steve are bigger shows in yesterday's debates, and that's saying a lot. The mega cast is back, and a lot more are gonna die unless he gets a lot smarter, a lot quicker. So, Mr. President, did you use the word smart? Uh, so you said you went to Delaware State, but you forgot the name of your college. You didn't go to <laughs> Delaware State. You graduated. Either the lowest or almost the lowest in your class. Don't ever use the word smart with me. Don't ever use that word. Oh, give me a break. Because please. you know what? There's nothing smart about you, Joe. Forty-seven
2: years you've done well, nothing. Let's have this. There we go. That was. The Did song. he go to Delaware State? I don't believe so. Right? But I keep, Yeah, I think that the whole thing was that. Oh, you're so smart you can't remember the name of the college that you went to. Yeah, I mean, he wouldn't have gone to Delaware and been a blue hen. Yeah. And and for all I, I have no idea what some of these those clapbacks that the president was given to the, the last night's debate was one of the most uh <laughs> entertaining, interesting, just weird experiences I think I've ever had. And I watched wrestling
1: and it was like watching two heels in the middle of a promo war. Yeah, well here's the deal. Everybody's talking about Joe Rogan being the next moderator. Mm-hmm. No. That's not who you need. You need Tony Realli in there. <laughs> from around the horn oh yeah because he has a mute button yes perfect <laughs> the american people lost because that was horrific
0: you just took the words out of my mouth you use some high-minded language i'm just gonna say it like it is that was a shit show And, you know, we're on cable. We can say that. Apologies for being maybe a little bit crude. But that is really the the phrase that I'm getting, you know, from people on both sides of the aisle on text. And it's the only phrase that I can think of to really describe it.
1: Yep. That was an interesting night last night. I I, I purposely did not. And I told somebody they were like, isn't it my civic duty to watch? And I said, listen, this is not going to be a real debate. Pretty much everybody knows who they're going to vote for or not. This is going to be. What it was. So you missed this great moment.
0: Vote now. You're going to pack the Make court? sure you, in fact, let people know you're a senator. I'm not going to answer the question Why because, you answer that because question? the you question is the question is, is the
2: question is. The question is. Radical left. Yeah. Will you who shut up? On, man? who is on your list? Who <laughs> yeah, is ah, right. you. shut up, man? <laughs> right. Apparently, by nerdy's made shirts and say, Will you shut up, man? Right.
1: That's the other thing. Like, <clears throat> yeah, it, it just. It's bad.
2: Yeah. It's bad, and it's just, you wouldn't you wouldn't listen to a radio show like that. Well, dude, it reminds me of, like, somebody even said it, but it reminds me of having an argument with somebody who is so caught up in themselves that they don't even listen. They're just going to keep talking over you so that they can get their point out. They don't care what you're saying. They're not listening to you speak. They're just going to find that little pause in what you're saying and just jump on it and just try and hammer their point till you get so exhausted, that you're just like, I'm done talking to you, dude. I'm just done. I need to take a nap. That's kind of what it felt like. Yeah, Uh, good times. But let's talk about something fun, because there was a lot of stuff with that presidential debate. That I mean, it was not fun, but it was just right. I could see it in your eyes. You you sat there and watched it. I watched the whole thing. That's just like uh, not for me. And I'm not like that kind of a guy. Like I'm usually in that same mindset. I'm like, but I need to see what's going to happen with this. Like for myself, I was just like, and my wife wanted to watch it too. So we're just sitting there, and there were many moments where we were both laughing out loud, and there were many moments where like, are you kidding me? Like this is this is supposed to be two guys trying to earn our vote. I mean, and and it just was like, it was just, like that lady said, it
1: was a complete and utter S show. Yeah, it was I, like watching two dudes argue on Facebook. Each yeah, everyone's s- just gonna, you know, facts don't matter. I mean, seriously, they, people say that now. Facts no, no, don't no. matter. It's confirmation bias. So yep. That's all you're gonna get out of last night.
2: Oh, more often than not, like someone will bring up a point and then not, not, it, it could be Biden or Trump and they were both just like, I never said that. I never did that. Well, if I know <laughs> that person's wrong. It's Like, well, that's not how life works. Like you can't just like say with em- like, say it with like emphatically that you are wrong. that means that you are actually wrong. It's like, no, there's actually like we could look at some sources. It was just so it must have been a my death for the moderator because he could not get control of what was going on. Like, you know, I mean, I mean look, sorry,
1: no, I just cut ahead. you. Up. I no,
2: would say. I got my two minutes, man. Let me finish talking.
1: I think part of it honestly just goes back to the giant how how capitalism and corporations work. They, they're never wrong. They'll give an apology, but it doesn't say anything. You know what I mean? So yeah. now, look, this is where we're at in politics. Yeah. All right. Like, I get it. You know, it's like, you know, the old saying about uh, like, a, like a lawsuit, right? Like, whoever has the most money is going to win. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So true. <laughs> it's so very true. All right, let's talk hockey. Let's talk hockey. So you had a question. All right, so I got into hockey a little bit last week. Uh, Friday, I watched that overtime game. Oh, yeah. You texted me.
2: Yeah. you were just like, dude, what the hell? Because like, I was
1: hanging out with Matt uh, MCTP yep. from the podcast. What and a great Stanley Cup. I thought the unbelievable.
2: entire... I mean, I, I was very skeptical. I think a lot of us were. A, no COVID cases. Yeah. So ho- hockey did a great job. Maybe Gary Bettman should be running uh, <laughs> the country. <laughs> Although people don't like him. But hey. <laughs> I was going to say, everybody hates <laughs> End of play. the day, no COVID cases. And, and, and these hockey players pulled it off and, and gave us a great distraction. And great hockey. Yeah. There's some great games and I wanted Dallas to win, but congrats to the Tampa Bay Lightning man. Still a local kid, Spokane, uh, Tyler Johnson on right. the cup. So that's pretty
1: cool. We were so with Matt, we were cheering against Dallas because of I think it's number ten. He used to play for San Jose. Okay. And he had some cheap cheap uh, f- our penalties. And that a Kings fan, so of course he's going to hate anyone from San Jose. Right. So I was like, all right, it works for me. But I love their goalie, because go their goalie's just
2: unhinged. He's a
1: He looks like a beer leaguer. He a- doesn't give an F. <laughs> so, right, so I watched that game, and then uh, I was going to say Saturday was a good one, too. Mm. But then uh, that Monday night game was such a blowout, I switched over. Yeah. So Stanley Cup, best trophy in sports, hands down. Best moment when they bring the cup out oh. with the handlers and everything. Right, and right. Nobody ever touches it until you win it. Like yep. I, I get all the traditions. So what I don't understand is you give it to the captain, and then I assume the, what is it, the assistant or associate captain? Assistant captain. Assistant captains There's two of it. them, yeah. But after you get in like four or five guys deep, like... Who gets to decide? Who like you're holding the cup? Like, do I just give it to you? You're my buddy on the team, or so, okay?
2: So it's an interesting question because I was even thinking about it while I was watching. Because so more often than not, the captain gets it first. Right. More often than not, there are times where that rule gets broken, and this is this is what I love about hockey. It's it's all about respect. It's all about like so like for instance when or sometimes the captain will touch it just enough. To hand it to the guy they feel that deserves it the most. And it's typically a guy that maybe has been playing the league 10, 12 years, never won the cup, maybe just got, tra- like, Ray Bork's a great example. of what I'd say, right?
1: Colorado, Ray Bork. When
2: Colorado won that cup, I think Joe Sackett got handed the cup and almost immediately, like, he celebrated, or he might have just said, Ray, take it. I, I'd have to go back and watch, so please don't, like, you know, no need to correct me, I'll find out. Uh, but you know what I mean? Like, it's so a lot, a lot of times they'll just give it to the guy who they feel deserves to have that moment the most. So you hand it to that guy. It could be your goalie carried you through the entire thing. So maybe after the captain gets it, he'll give it to the goalie. It's not always 100% guaranteed that it's captain assistance, and then we figure it out from there. The part that cracks me up, though, is at some point, you're going to forget who already carried the cup because you're, you're you're hugging your bros, you're crying, you're taking pictures. Then all of a sudden, you know, uh, Steven Stamkos is like, here, carry the cup. And you're like, great. Imagine being the guy that's like, I have no idea who's gotten the cup since. So you're about to hand it to someone, but they're like, I already got it, bro. I
1: don't need to carry it again. And you're just like, you know what I mean? Like, like, wait, it's got to be subtle little like eye signals, right? Because you see them like they skate around and then it's kind of like, especially this year's, they were all up front. Yeah, like, I, I mean, feel the like choice in past to do that. Years, yeah. they almost used to line up a little bit.
2: Yeah, a lot of times, like they're just still celebrating during a line because they're doing they first hand out the MVP award and then Batman says
1: Stephen Stamkos come over here Conn get... Smythe you can use the term
2: yeah okay alright making sure you knew <laughs> just trying to keep it simple hey look i run the sports cigarette hey I'm just like that lady just trying to call the debate a net show didn't want to get all serious and like you know over analytical <laughs> but yeah so like but at what point are you like maybe maybe you're on the fourth line maybe you're the backup goalie although I feel like you could you'll recognize that he didn't get the cup yet but what if you haven't been handed the cup yet at what point do you become your own advocate or do you tell one of your buddies like hey man I haven't been handed the cup yet can you let him know yeah you know or do you go over there
1: and just grab the freaking cup for me I feel like you we would do the same thing I think you weigh out enough time and mm-hmm. then you're just. You're getting close to the front. Like, you're giving off that energy of, like, right. hey, man, I haven't had the coffee yet. Yeah. It's like like you keep waiting
2: for, like, maybe, like, everyone to get, like, a cupcake. And you're like, oh, I, I kind of want to get a cupcake, too. And then, like, you're about to grab one. And someone grabbed the last one. And you're like, oh, I should have hurried up. I should have I should have no
1: spoke up for myself. And no offense, but I just don't, you just don't want to be the player that gets left out before, like, the assistant coaches start grabbing it.
2: Right. If the equipment guy gets it before me, I might punch my captain. <laughs> <laughs> Like that's great. I appreciate him too. Yeah, it's nice that he sharpens my skates. But we all give him a nice tip around the holidays. Like, he doesn't deserve to have the cup first. And how pissed are you though if you're like the owner and like the behind the scenes big wigs? Like once the team wins the cup, they all leave their executive suite and beeline it straight to the ice because they want that moment too. Yeah. Well, they were not there because of the bubble. So they yeah. had a Facetime them in the locker room, and like the owner of the team's like on Facetime, and he's like, "Congratulations, everyone!" And at some point, Coach just sprays champagne into the phone because it's just that's what you do. You just <laughs> drunk.
1: <laughs> that man, I I love the idea now that there's more beers in the locker room afterwards. Yeah, like champagne's fun, but at the end of the day, like you just won this massive championship. You you put all this work in. You've probably been very good the last like week and a half because you're in the Stanley Cup. Like. Yep. We need some beers. Then we need beers to pour on each other. Then we're going to need at least like 20
2: more cases of beer. <laughs> and shout out to the hockey players. Still, I'm proud of them. This is not me trying to be like hockey's better than every other sport. But you know what? In this Since they are, nobody's wearing uh, water goggles. Oh, I didn't even pick up. A- You're right. Still, never seen it. I hope I never see it. And honestly, I might boycott the NHL if a player ever puts on goggles. Burn your eyes. I don't care, man. You just won the championship. Don't look like some weird alien. Well, remember you know? when we did it? We oh yeah. no, we didn't wear goggles. We didn't because we're men. Mm-hmm. And that was for a soccer championship. That's right. We're in for hockey. But yeah. like when you see NBA and baseball and they're all spraying each other and they got their freaking goggles on, I'm like, that's not as much fun.
1: Well, also baseball does it way too much. You qualify for the postseason yeah. champagne. You win the first round champ. Like you win your your league. Pop some champagne, you know? But, like, I like the idea of, like, you got to win the title to pop the champagne. The Mariners, if they get three up, three down in one inning, they champagne. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Jesus Tough, tough. I'm sorry. Uh, so it's, dude, speaking of hockey, it's going to blow your mind. When you think of uh, your Tacoma Donkeys, right? Oh, right, yeah. My beer league hockey team. When you think of them and their drink of choice, what do you think of? Of course, I like... I hate to break this to you. I just learned that our Tacoma Donkeys, the team... That I was one of the founding fathers of, who I, I did not play the season with because, well, the child thing. So, Tackler's been, you know, thankfully, I have a great person that stepped in and is a better goaltender. So they actually upgraded. But uh, good dude. Great dude. Great dude. I love the guy. Um, I learned that Coors Light is no longer the drink of choice in the locker room. Times have changed,
1: Ted. All right. Like, is it another light beer, or do they go outside the box and turn into Rainier guys? Because they kept it local. Ted, I'm about to blow your mind again. It's not even beer. Oh.
2: No. No. It's not cocaine. Why would you say that? (laughs) It's not the claws? It's not the white claws. But you're barking up the right tree. Truly's. Bing, bing, bing.
1: So there's... Apparently... Now everyone shows up with Trulies. I mean, look, times I like, have changed. I like Trulies. I got I got twelve pack of the lemonade sitting in my fridge, but there's also there was also a thirty pack or a twelve pack of Coors Light and and a thirty pack of Natty Light. <laughs> in case you want to get a little raunchy <laughs> right.
2: with that uh, robot thing that you have in the dishwasher. <laughs> All Trolly, apparently. I'm I mean, not, I'd never seen more cases of Coors Light than when we loaded up that it bus. It blew my mind. And I, I, I was talking to some buddies like, oh, yeah, man, in the locker room nowadays, everyone's bringing Trulys. I'm like, damn, it used to be just uh, Jason on our team that was the non-beer guy. because Because yeah. was
1: allergic to to, uh, to beer. Right. The last time we played that uh, tournament in Portland, he was all about those. He was all about the White Claws before they like, everybody was about the White Claws. That is wild to me. And I look, I love White Claw. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, but, like... And I tried a Truly the other day. I was like, or Truly, is- Truly's yeah. are great. Right. There's just a limit to them. And then I'm like, hi, hey, let's get a light beer. Right.
2: I know. I thought that was crazy. <sighs> I bring it up because, um, this, we're talking about the Stanley Cup. We're talking about the Donkeys. There was a moment that happened. I can't believe five years ago. That is that wild. To this day, might be one of my favorite memories of hanging out with my boys, Jay, Jay Mac, and Munson. Uh, Munson and, and Jay and I have been known to have a couple of alcoholic beverages in our time and maybe oh, yeah. do some questionably stupid things, like you as well. <laughs> right. Right. So uh, I like to go back to December of 2015. It was a Seattle Thunderbirds game. Ooh. All right. All right. And during that game, they were able to get the Stanley Cup to make an appearance. Like, sometimes the the, the NHL will bring the cup to different towns and different markets for a chance to, like, meet the cup, you know, and do photo ops and bring it out on the ice. And it's a place was packed, uh, show air center. Sure. Everybody wanted to get pictures. The line was down. the. uh, It was ridiculous to the point where I don't think Munson even watched the game uh, that night. I think he just got in line, got a picture, got off the line, got in line, got another picture, went to the back of the line again. Like, he was just obsessed with looking at the Stanley Cup. Well, finally all of us are like, the game's almost over. So we all decide to get in line and Munson catches up with us. And he, and the entire time we're in line waiting to get a picture with the Stanley Cup, he keeps telling us, I'm gonna lift the effing cup. I'm gonna lift the effing cup. And we're like, No, you're not. He's like, I'm gonna lift the effing cup. Like, somebody take my phone, get video of it, but I've already got my pictures, so I don't care. I'm gonna pick up the Stanley Cup. And that's like that's you know, unheard of. Like they let you touch it you know but they don't let you do grab it pick it up I was like I didn't even know if they'd let you touch it they do <laughs> which I thought was kind of surprising cuz I've seen lots of people hold pictures of them like kissing the cup. you know the, the 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 joke is you don't touch it unless you want it right uh but none of us are going to the NHL none of us this isn't like I always love when people say that they're like I can't believe you touched it that's like you're never going to win it. I'm like, I'm never going to win it because I'm not good at hockey. Like, this isn't, like, about me touching it be- at a Thunderbirds game. We're,
1: we're in our 40s. Fr- <laughs> like, like, what, what team is looking for this, this guy for a Stanley Cup run?
2: Right. Like Maybe maybe I'll get to go out on the ice, from the crack, and win the cup one day. I don't know. I'll sneak down there as part of the media. Or I'll be like, I'm their backup to the backup goalie. Right? <laughs> I get a chance. I'm going to suit up. <laughs> and then run right out there in my goalie gear. Ah! No, sorry. You can't do that. We've seen pictures of you holding the cup. You're, you're eliminated from me. Right. They They're going to call you out. Right. You had previously touched this. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're not going to be allowed to do that. So at the time we were doing the donkey show podcast and we decided to record a post months in picking up the cup experience and we have it on audio. I'm gonna. I got the audio for us to listen to again. All right, but mind you, we finally get up to the front of the line. And apologies if you heard the story again. If you did, I think you'll still enjoy it because it's been five years. Yeah. And Munson getting posing for the picture, and then you can tell him he's tilting the cup to see if it's like bolted down to the table or how is the situation. Like he's assessing the situation and in his drunken state, which was pretty impressive. He realizes that it's there's a uh, he can wedge a finger in there. He wages the finger in there, grabs it, screams F yeah while hoisting the cup above his head like he just won it. And as soon as he does that, the security grabs nothing like they weren't even like jerks about it. They were just he's like he put it back down. He goes, yep, I'm walking out. You don't even need to walk me out. Like he just takes escorted himself out of the building. And like the, the, the two handles of the cup, like they easily probably could have got physical. And they're just like, oh, another drunk idiot. We they probably deal with that. I was gonna say lot.
1: he's probably not the first to have done this. I feel like every city's probably got that one guy that
2: wants to do it. And they're just like, as long as you're not gonna be an a-hole after you after you do it, put it down
1: and get the F out, we're fine. To his credit, drunk, that thing weighs 35 pounds. Yeah. I mean, it's on a table. That's not the easiest just Lift it up over your head.
2: Exactly. And it's not like evenly heavy. It's like heavy on the bottom, not really on the top. And so our one buddy, his job was to film it and he hit the picture button, but didn't have it in video mode. So he got a picture after the fact and before the fact, but not during the fact, because he thought he started the video and ended the video. What he did was take a picture before and a picture after. Completely useless. That's unbelievable. it was devastating, so here's now um a slightly intoxicated Munson j Mac and myself describing what happened and let me know if you want me to pause at any point. yeah. <laughs> Michael Munson, we are now outside. Hold on, hold on. Everybody, shut up for a second. We we are now. You can now tell out. there's adrenaline. Just I mean, we, oh yeah, we we pulled out the microphone and recorded this like instantly. Because they, you're all getting thrown out when he does this. We all followed him out. Right. Yeah. How, how do you not? We had to celebrate with him. Yeah. His his now wife, then girlfriend, not very pleased with the situation. Oh,
1: I never knew the like, the, like
2: he there was like girlfriends or wives involved. Oh yeah. At one point, she finally pulls up in the car as we're outside celebrating. She goes, Michael, let's go. And like she's the coolest person in the world, but I think it was just like I just want to go. It wasn't like she was mad at him for doing that. It was more like I'm just tired.
1: That's right. And if you guys walk across the street to the Ram, you're gonna celebrate as if you have won the cup. Which we had every intention of doing. Yeah. <laughs> outside of the
2: Thunderbirds game. Let me go. Hey, oh, shut up! Oh, oh. I got oh, it. Oh, oh, can oh, we oh. can we do it for the podcast? Yeah. Can you guys shut up for a yeah, second? Yeah. All right, Michael yeah. Munson, we are outside of the Seattle Thunderbirds arena because you just got kicked out for doing what? I lifted the f- cup. Yes. He, he lifted
1: the Stanley f- cup. I look over. I just got my picture and that, taken. And that's Jay right <laughs> there. With it, I look over and Michael Munson has, has the cup over his head. He got it before their
2: security crew could even grab him. He has it over his head. And what did you yell? I said, f- "Yeah." Yeah. <laughs> he got, f- yeah. And immediately gets kicked out. And the best part about all this is you asked our friend, James the Beast Putt, to take a picture of it, and he didn't. Of course not. I th- that's
0: why I said I told all of you I should go first, but that didn't happen. But then we wouldn't have got a picture. You're right, I understand.
2: See, that was the problem, is that none of us all got right. pictures beforehand, so we wanted to get our pictures before Michael got kicked. We knew we were going to get kicked Kick, out. Right. So I wanted to make sure I got a picture with the cup before I got kicked out. And are the handlers taking the pictures? No, whoever like whoever was behind you. All so right. it's like you stepped up. Hey man, can you take the picture while I'm up there? All right. So we all have already gone through. I wish I would have taken it out of my phone, but I just assumed we didn't need my video of it.
1: Like I right, figured, you had one guy that's supposed to do one job. He had one job.
0: <laughs> Stand that. I get your point. And then but he's divorced. Selfish, Steven, think about taking a picture. He has of you doing it. He has pictures of you being kicked out. Right when, hey, right when oh, the best God. thing is, right when he lifts it, security just boom, boom right, right in there. Right, no, right when. So I, what I did is I put my arm around it, and uh, I just gave it a little finger, like a little tilt, like it right, secured to the table. <laughs> okay, no, it's
2: not. All right, and <laughs> I'm doing
0: it. <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs> yeah! So I got a- Munson drunk, telling stories is my favorite pastime. <laughs> I missed that guy.
1: I saw you listeners here. Uh, it I, was f- all That was Munson. Okay. Hey, <laughs> Thanks, and Jay. all he does is get kicked out of the game that is already over. Right. The
2: game's over. People and, are leaving now. He and got, he. Yeah. And he gets kicked out. That's the worst punishment he gets. Yeah. yeah. And are you f- kidding? Recording. Sorry for the language. Are you kidding me?
0: Thanks, Jay. That
1: right. is the punishment. Get kicked out of a game that is already over.
0: It was the greatest thing I've ever f- done. Greatest. F- thing i've ever done that was the i got halfway i got halfway and the and the and the handler Uh. grabbed my bicep and i was like power through it but
2: and i just (laughs) launched it up there it was awesome i could not be happier than i did i'm shaking for you man like i'm still shaking
0: That was the
1: coolest thing ever. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Oh, my God.
0: And then all I did, it was two minutes left in the third period. I got kicked out. Who the f*** cares? We
2: We can say a Tacoma donkey lifted the Stanley Cup.
1: Yeah, boys. (laughs) There you go. Michael Munson. He is married now, and I bet if you ask him, that's still the greatest moment of his life.
2: (laughs) Do we have... Oh, yeah, you got to run, right? Yeah, I got uh, to yeah, work.
1: I was going say, I'd speakerphone
2: him right now and see <laughs> he still thinks it's the greatest moment of his life, but <laughs> we'll live to tell another tale. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, I think we're back next week. Yeah, I'm here. I didn't think, unless I haven't moved yet. <laughs> Don't put that on yourself. Fair. <laughs> All right, my man, as always, it's been a blast. Um, oh, yeah. uh, uh, follow us on Twitter at the Megacast. Peace. Goodbye. (laughs)